Hey, everybody. Welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. I'm Christy Brower. And excuse me, I am the host of this pop-up tonight. So I had said that this pop-up would be coverage of the double murder case in Moab that happens to overlap in timeline with Gabby Petito and Brian Laundrie. I'm still going to do that case, but I'm not doing it tonight because there's a lot of other stuff going on with the Gabby Petito, Brian Laundrie situation. And so I wanted to get to some of that. There's been so much information today. Hey, Cammy, welcome to the chat. There's been so much information today and there's so much information that's wrong or that's um, totally hearsay or rumors. So I'm going to tell you what we know for sure. I'm going to address a few of the rumors um, and a lot of them I'm just going to leave because there's only so much you can do. So here's one thing that we know for sure is happening. And that is that in Wyoming, um, the FBI, the National Park Service, U.S. Forest Service, Teton County Sheriff's Office and Jackson Police Department are conducting ground surveys at the Spread Creek Dispersed Camping Area. So that dispersed just means it's spread out. It's not like a campground where everybody's camped next to each other. It's just an area where people can camp. And this is at Spread Creek. And Spread Creek is not far from Coulter Bay. And um, they're not only are they, right now what they're doing is they are talking to people who are camped there. They're also looking for people who have been camped there between August 27th and August 30th. They want to know if they had any contact with Gabby or Brian or if they saw their van. So some things have, you know, given them an idea that this might have been the last place that they camped. Uh, hi, Connor. Welcome. Donna, welcome. Nice to have you here. So Gabby used an app called dirt and dirt is an app that you can use to track campsites. Like you can, you can uh, register for a campground. You can get directions and like information about what's available in this camp area. You can check in there to say you camp there. This is the last place that she checked in on her phone. This is of course what we know so far. Um, and so it's, it, there's lots of questions about if they might be there. Uh, I have heard that there's some aerial searching going on in that area as well. Aerial searching is pretty common when you're out in the in the boonies like this. I also have it on good authority that there will be dogs um, doing some searching in the area it, there starting next week. So stuff is happening. There's only a couple of weeks until there's a very good likelihood of there being snow in the area. This is also a dangerous time because the bears are starting to prepare for winter. And what they do is they cache their kills, which means that they will, for example, take down an elk and then they will bury it or at least partially bury it. And then they will kind of hang around in that same area. So they have something to eat throughout the winter. Um, there was actually a hiker killed in Yellowstone Park this spring, who just inadvertently was on a on a path 
between a grizzly bear and their cache. So this is a scary time to be out there searching for anybody. And, you know, so this is, it's all pretty dicey. They've got to be careful out there. Um, but yes, dogs, um, they're coming. Uh, so that's what we know is going on there. So then, you guys, this situation. Um, so yesterday we reported about the police being at Brian Laundrie's parents' house. What? they were doing there is that his parents were reporting him missing. And I'm definitely using quotes here because this is a person who is looking for, you know, a hiding place, a way to get away. He knows he is, but he has been named a person of interest in her disappearance. He knows that they took the van and searched it. And he, he's not missing. He's running. But what's been told and, and something interesting that uh, Brian Enton, Brian Enton is a reporter in Florida, in the um, Sarasota area where this is all occurring. And he's he seems to have been a pretty good source. Like he's he's been right on the ground. He says that. um Brian Laundrie's parents say last they last saw him Tuesday when he went for a hike in Carlton Reserve, which is a reserve near their house. It's a huge nature preserve reserve, um, 24,000 acres or something like that. Um, so authorities are trying to corroborate this story. As we can imagine, there's not a lot of trust of uh, the laundries. <laughs> How could there be after that? Um, it does feel really crappy. I mean, the, so the North Point, Florida police are calling this a missing person. The reason that they are, although he is considered to be a person of interest in this case, he is not a suspect of a crime as of yet because they cannot prove a crime has been committed. So they have to consider this a missing person. But obviously, he's a very important person to find. And how the Florida police, you know, they were very adamant that they knew exactly where he was. Well, no, they didn't. And I don't know... There are a lot. Hi, Nancy. There are a lot of I don't know if that's true. If um, dad is former law enforcement, there are so many rumors, you guys. And I I don't want to report anything that is a rumor that I can't substantiate somehow. I have heard that, that they may have some connections with law enforcement. But at this point, they have to treat him as though he is a missing person. But he's definitely an important missing person because without him, it's going to be much harder to find Gabby. Yeah. Brandon says if the roles were reversed and Gabby fled after being abused by Brian, she would be called stunning and brave. Would she? I don't know about that. I don't know, Brandon. I, I, I don't, I'm not sure what you're trying to say there. Yeah. Candy, they were definitely not watching him as closely as they said they were. And 
so that's what's happening. So they're searching that Coulter Reserve for him. Gabby was a domestic abuser. That is hilarious, Brandon. Did you actually watch that video? Because as a social worker who's worked in domestic violence, that is not how it appeared at all. Yeah, it is a huge, huge area where they're looking for him. Um, they do have bloodhounds searching for him. There were several um, false flags today from, yes, I certainly did. Brandon, if you know anything about domestic violence at all, you would see that video in a very different way. They have searched all day with lots of false flags. Here are the false flags. People are listening doggedly to the police scanners in the Sarasota area. And so there were no cuts. There were very minor scratches. Um, the eyewitness also watched him shove her face, Brandon, if you want to get real technical. Um, but what's happening is it's the police scanners. The police scanners are the real problem here because people hear things and they don't know what they mean. And so then they assume it means something and somebody tweets it out and all this stuff went out today that was not, uh, not true. And don't worry, I just blocked Brandon. Uh, well, I thought I did. Oh, yeah, he's blocked. I'm done with him. I Yeah, in self-defense. Okay, yeah, sure, Brandon, whatever. Um, blocked him. So lots of false stuff went out today. One of the things that went out today was that the police have both Gabby and Brian's phones. Not true. Uh, turns out they don't have either one of them. And, and the uh, North Point police did come out and say, we don't know where this came from, but we do not have these phones. There was also, um, I don't know, a body found, um, a man seen near this uh, nature reserve. None of it had to do with Brian. They have not found Brian. And so... I mean, the search just basically continues at this point for both of them on opposite sides of the country. So uh, th there's so much to come here, you guys, so much. And we just are going to just continue to follow this as best as we can without getting mixed up in the hysteria because there is so much hysteria and there's a lot there are a lot of things happening where people need to just step back and let law enforcement do their job you know it's good to observe it to watch what's going on to be aware but people are jumping in and posting things on the internet that aren't true and really just creating problems where we need to just let those problems go just my own little soapbox, you know, we need to let the po the police do their jobs. And, and yeah, I know we're all kind of pissed off with them right now. And I'm not going to say that I'm not too, because what was this about? We know exactly where he is. No, they didn't. And they don't even know if it's true. If his parents knew he was up until Tuesday, because the police never saw him. And, Oh, boy. Goodbye, you two. Whoever that is. 
If you haven't watched the video and you don't know anything about the cycle of domestic violence, please do not come at me with domestic violence stuff, okay? It's just, I'm not doing it. Uh, Donna says, I really think he's hiding until more information comes out. Right, or does he need to be hiding permanently because he's running from a murder? We don't know at this point, but it definitely does not look good. I mean, none of this is are the actions of a person who is innocent, right? Um, Cami says, uh, or Bianca says, their, their relationship was volatile on both sides, but that does not justify the situation. Exactly, exactly. Uh, could the family file a lawsuit against the department for negligence? Oh, that remains to be seen, but it could certainly happen. The fact that they let him get away is stunning. There is a neighbor who says, and, and there's, a, there's a, a picture floating out there and I don't, I didn't, I'm not going to show it. I've never seen him in person. I don't know if it's him or not that supposedly was him just yesterday in their backyard. You know, there have been a lot of speculation that, you know, he brought the van back on September 1st. He could have taken off immediately after that. And that this all could have been a smokescreen from the parents. No one really knows because they were keeping him away from everyone else. And so there is nobody else who knows. It is also strange. It is. Um, now, there are... A few reports of people seeing him in a in a bar called Bullwinkles in West Yellowstone, Montana. So West Yellowstone is the West Gate of Yellowstone National Park. It is also a town called West Yellowstone. Now, I got to tell you how strange this is to me. We're talking about Grand Teton National Park that is at the east entrance of Yellowstone National Park. So then we have a sighting potentially in Victor, Idaho, which is over the Grand Tetons into Idaho, where there's a store clerk that says that they were there in the store. And that could have been before they actually went over the hill. There's a couple of different ways to get there from where they were coming from, from Salt Lake. And we don't know which one they took. But West Yellowstone is probably a solid three-hour drive, no matter which way you go, from this campsite where they're looking and from Jackson Hole. And so... It's weird to me, unless this is just some attempt at alibi, for him to have gone from the east side of the park all the way over to West Yellowstone. It is not a short drive at all. Um, supposedly, he spoke to some people in a bar. He was rude. Um, people are sure it was him. But we don't know if it really was or not. There are all these sightings. There was supposedly a sighting in Ga of Gabby in California. That has now been confirmed to be not her. It was someone else. So there's a lot of stuff going on right now that is very frustrating and difficult because there's such a huge span of space between Wyoming and Florida 
there's still so much to be found. And really, until they get their phones, until they get their phone records and have all of that, there's a lot we're not going to know. Teton is at least an hour or so to Yellowstone. No, no, no. West Yellowstone, not just Yellowstone Park. We're talking about two different entrances to Yellowstone Park. And you can drive in the park from the east entrance to the west entrance. Or you can drive around through Idaho and, and into Montana. Either way you do it, it's a solid, it's probably three hours to drive into the city of West Yellowstone and be then in a bar there where you intentionally, the people that have reported him said, no, that they do not have the phones. Somebody reported they had the phones, then they've come out and said they do not have the phones. A reporter said that, and it turned out not to be true. Um, the, the North Point uh, police came out and said that's absolutely not, not, that's not true. Um, I don't know if this was about alibi because he intentionally interacted with other patrons in this bar and he was rude to them, kind of like they would remember him because of his behavior, if in fact it was him. And we don't know that for sure. Um. How do police know for sure Brian was back in Florida September 1st, aside from his possibly lying parents? As far as I know, it is only from his parents and the fact that the van is there. But we don't actually know for sure because no one has seen him. No one has been allowed to see him. Um, right. They had right. But the phone records take time. Having the phones themselves would be so much faster. And that's what they're saying is that the having the phones themselves would be way quicker. That they have to then get, you know, get the warrants for the cell companies, get all of those mountains of data that then they have to go through. It's a lot slower process. From Jackson, you can drive to the entrance in Teton National Park. Yes, I know, but that is the east entrance, Mary. He was at the west entrance, supposedly. So he's made his way around either through the park or around through Idaho to the west entrance, which is a solid three hours. And that's just it's just a weird thing to do if you're on the east side. I don't know. There's just a lot. He would have had to drive over toll roads. There would be records. Right. All, there's going to be records of all, all of this. It's just that it doesn't come this quickly. And I think that's the challenge for everybody is that we're waiting and waiting and waiting. And we're going to wait a whole lot longer before we know um, all of this. Um, Donna, I believe his lawyer knows exactly where Brian is hiding out. His lawyer has made a public statement that he does not know that Brian is missing. So I don't know. Yeah, if you work in domestic violence, the body cam footage was alarming. Yeah, it was very alarming. Yeah, in Florida, toll roads are everywhere. Exactly. Um, but it is believed currently he is on foot. So hopefully they can find where when he came into Florida with the van and the toll roads. I'm sure they're looking for that now. Is the Laundry family like the Watts family? Well, okay. Yeah. I mean, when the police met with them, they were very clear that they were only going to talk about the disappearance of Brian and they had nothing to say about Gabby's disappearance. They gave the police no information whatsoever. 
they called because they were worried about their son. This is mind boggling to me. Her app showed where she planned to camp, right? Spread Creek. Um, there have been some potential sightings other than in that area. Um, you know, we don't know. He, that reserve where they think that he is, is a place he's very familiar with. He's camped there a lot and hiked there a lot. And so they have a pretty good idea that if he was hiding out, it might be a place he would go. But I don't know. Right. How cruel can the Landry family get? Um, pretty damn cruel. Pretty damn cruel that they won't say anything even now. Florida and the rest of the South has gotten um, a lot of rain since Tuesday. Uh, sucky weather to hike. You know, the other thing is, is that his parents went out. This was a barefoot hike that he went out without shoes. Apparently that was a big thing for him. I got to say, living where I do, I can't imagine that. Um, yeah, and that his law, lawyer doesn't worry. This is what he says. This is all we know for sure. Um, you know, I think we've got some pretty brutal days of searching. You know, there are questions about would Brian take his own life? Boy, that body cam footage, he was pretty darn arrogant, pretty sure of himself. Um, but I don't know when backed against the wall, it's hard to say. Is she still in Teton? I think she probably is. Yeah. But yeah, big hugs for everybody. Barefoot and cottonmouth and water moccasin territory. Dumb. Oh, agreed. Just like here. This is rattlesnake country. So yeah, he was so cocky. And you know, doesn't mean that he wouldn't take his own life, but he doesn't come across immediately as a person that would do that. They tend to think, you know, people with a big ego like that tend to think of themselves as too important to die. So I don't know. Uh, takes money to run. Who financed him? Well, we all know who financed him. His parents did. I have no, no question at all that they have and that they have involvement here. Uh, yeah, yeah, the hounds on him. He does not shower, but, uh, bet they will pick him up the smell. Oh, you had a dream that he did end his life. It, it's a thought, but I agree that he's more than likely not dead. I agree with you, Dusty. Um, they are running dogs. They are running bloodhounds in Florida is, uh, what the police department put out. So, and they're preparing to run dogs. Does he have a gun license? Not to my knowledge. But I don't know. You got to understand, I live in Idaho. This is an open carry state. So I don't know what Florida's gun laws are. Or what he could have been carrying. Or, you know, any of that. If somebody wants to find that out or figure out how you can look it up, feel free and let us know. Uh, Gabby's best friend Rose came out and said that Gabby told her that Brian had episodes where he would hear voices and couldn't sleep at night. Yes, I have seen that as well. But again, we add that to the list of hearsay. Florida is also open carry. Okay, well, then he wouldn't need a gun license. He would only need a gun. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there have been a lot of statements made about his mental health. There were statements made about her mental health. 
We don't actually know if either of them were treated for um, a psychotic disorder or something like that. Uh, let's see. <laughs> My dad always said, never mess up in Florida. Well, you know what, Mary? Never mess up in Idaho either, trust me. So we're just going to keep watching this. We're going to keep updating you as we see more things come on. I will try to debunk as many things as I can that turn out to not be true. Uh, did he do any drugs or microdose marijuana? Um, I think he did. Yes. Uh, I think that was, that has been reported that that was pretty well known. People need to understand that just because they're just because they're looking for him doesn't mean they have stopped looking for Gabby. No, not at all. The thing you got to see too, is that these are completely separate searches because they are across the United States from each other. Why are no other relatives speaking out? Okay, Mary, yeah, you're here in IF. Um, well, good question. You know, his sister did speak out and she didn't know anything. Family was shut down silent on it. So she didn't know anything. She didn't even know that he had driven the van back here until the reporter told her that. So they have been totally silent on the whole thing. His parents haven't told anybody. He hasn't told anybody. They've been not talking about anything. Yeah, okay. I, I do think he was trying to lighten the mood with the cops, but that's also um, creating camaraderie with the cops, which is something I've seen before in domestic violence, where it's the, you know, then, he's, you know, you know, she's just being a little crazy. Do I know when he was seen in Bowling Hill Bar? I think it was on the 29th. Sister was weird. Sister cut herself off a couple of times when talking about when Brian flew back to Florida, supposedly on the 17th of August, four or five days, and then came back on the 23rd. She caught herself before she said something about that and said, I think that's something for the police. So she knew some things, but I think not the outcome here. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. The straw that broke the camel's back would be her friend coming to visit and an all out fight happening. Maybe that visit never happened. There was supposed to be a visit in Yellowstone for Gabby's birthday, which did not ever happen. And Gabby never contacted her friend regarding that either. Right, right. Brian's actually, yeah, he's he's making the case for she's the crazy one. You know, that, that crazy making stuff, that's domestic violence language, guys. Um, we do not know why he had to clean out the storage unit or what that had to do with anything. The only person that said anything about that was the sister, and she stopped herself before she really said anything. Oh, the meeting was for her friend's birthday. Okay, not Gabby's birthday. But they were supposed to meet in Yellowstone, and it did not happen. We we only know what the family story is, that there was something to do with a storage unit. But, yeah, to leave in the middle of a trip and leave her in a hotel in Salt Lake City for five days. Um, in the midst of what some family has said is that they were struggling financially at the time. So then they had to pay for that hotel for five days. I don't know. So much of this story is sketchy, you guys. I really hope soon we're going to have better answers than 
all of this because it's crazy. I do feel the truth will come out. Yes, I do. I feel like we are eventually going to know exactly what happened. And I feel like the reason that we will is um, the uh, the digital footprint that they both created. I, I feel like that's what's going to solve this. Did her parents know he had left to go home? Yes, because her dad actually door dashed her a pizza to her hotel. Um, no, no update on the Moab murders. I'm going to do that next week. I just haven't had a chance with all this other stuff going on other than there's been a public statement made by the police in Utah that they do not believe there's a connection between Brian and Gabby and the Moab murders. They, they are toxic to each other. That's pretty clear. Um, I'm South Africa, moved to the Netherlands with my husband together 20 years. I have been in a situation. Oh, I would not want to talk. I really, yeah. No, they have not retracted that. No, that, that statement is still there. The police in Utah have said that they do not believe that, um, Gabby's disappearance is connected to the double homicide in Moab. Well, it is a weird connection. It is. However, if you've not lived near a national park, what you don't know is the number of people that stream through your communities all summer long. And so those women lived in Moab. And so they were going to come in contact with lots of people who weren't from their community, just like we do here in Idaho Falls, just like people all around us do. And so it is a very strange thing. But it's not as strange as you might think because of the number of people that come through these areas that aren't from here. So the police do not think that it is connected at this point. But I'm going to do some more looking into that case and do a full episode on it next week. And what is up with the Northeast? What is up with the Northeast in the last two years? I I don't know. I'm not sure what that means. Okay, so that is everything that I know. We, I will be back. Katie and I will be back next week with more information. If anything breaks tomorrow on Sunday, I will do, oh, why so many women? It's no different than always. There are always many, many different women. And this case is getting tons and tons of attention. Right. So the TikToker that picked Brian up when he was hitchhiking said he was wearing hiking boots. Right. There is a thought that he killed Gabby on some hike around out of that um, campground and then walked back around to the road and was trying to hitchhike back to his van. And that's why he wanted to get out when he found out they were going to Jackson because they were going the wrong way. Uh, do you feel the cops should have had Gabby go to a hospital for a mental health co-op? I do. I, you know, the fact that they just let her drive away that upset was concerning and yet not surprising to me. Yeah. I wish indigenous women got this much attention too. Wouldn't that be great? Um, so 
I don't know. You guys, there's so much information. We'll just keep sifting through it. We'll keep reporting it. We will share um, more tomorrow if there are more updates. And if not, we will be back with uh, more other cases. We've got some updates in some of our other cases we'll be sharing with you next week. And I will be covering the murders in Moab as well. So thank you so much for being here with me tonight and staying connected with us with this case. And what we really hope for is for Gabby to be found because that's what this is really all about. And you know what? We are True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Have a great night. Thank you.